And uh, this is KFI Handle here on a Tuesday, April 24th. Some of the uh, big stories that we are covering this morning. Uh, the Waffle House shooter yesterday was captured. Travis uh, Ryan King, you can tell he's kind of nuts. And uh, George H.W. Bush, a day after his wife Barbara is buried, is in the hospital with a blood infection. And thank goodness we're hearing that he is recovering. All right, uh, now let's turn to the Toronto attack. And. This one uh, took us for a loop. Well, not really. We uh, are not surprised it happened. And the first thing that comes to mind is uh, this is another terrorist attack. Terrorist attack using vehicles. We have Nice. We have Berlin where uh, you have uh, some uh, obviously deluded human being who is driving down the street and just pulls over onto the sidewalk and just takes out a group of people. Although this one is a little bit different. Uh, Steve Gomez, ABC News security contributor and former special agent with the FBI. Uh, Steve, first of all, thanks for joining us. And um, let, let's talk about some of the facts and then uh, how this is different. And then maybe a minute or ta- talking about can this ever be defended against? Well, thank you for having me on. And uh, it, 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 we've seen this so many times all over the world, uh, Europe, here in the U.S. New York City was the most recent one, which was a, a, a brutal attack there in uh, Manhattan. And, uh, and, and so it, it, you can't always think that this is terrorism nowadays because this method of attack has been expressed by ISIS to its followers to go out and use this method. And now you have a lot of people that are willing to accept that method. They're not ISIS followers, but they're willing to do a copycat. And so you have to determine through the investigation whether this is terrorism or not. You need to know what the motive is in order to deal with these types of situations moving forward. Well, even if we know what the motive is, uh, and and there are going to be many different motives. For example, at this point, they don't even know what the motive is of uh, this uh, driver, Alec exactly. Manassian. We know he's of Armenian descent. Uh, was he a Canadian? Is he a Canadian national? Uh, what are his politics? We have heard nothing so far. Exactly. They're, they're doing the investigation. They're working up the background on this guy. He's alive, so they're going to be able to hopefully talk to him to try to figure out you know, what was going on in his mind and uh, try to get down to the, bo- the bottom of the motive. But nevertheless, they are going to have to deal with um, these types of situations, both in Canada. And it's even it's, it's, it's really horrible for Canada because this, this was a random type of an attack. This wasn't targeting one of their facilities like we've seen about four years ago. This is very random. It's going to create a lot of fear. So now Canada has to think like we've been thinking here in the U.S., all over in Europe. How do we deal with these types of attacks where a vehicle is going to hop a curb and come after pedestrians? And the only way I can think in terms of a defense, and obviously we've all been thinking about this many times since all of these attacks, is other than putting up those stanchions, those barriers, those steel barriers like you see uh, in parking lots, for example, or you see around American embassies that literally will stop anything from going through and put those up on every walkway in the city where people congregate, how do you defend 
So I'm from Los Angeles. I'm here right now. Uh, I, I got to say that in L.A., we do a great job in dealing with this type of situation. And you probably remember that that incident that occurred in Santa Monica many, many years yes, ago. Yes, with that older man who uh, exactly. yeah, mistook the uh, gas pedal for the brake. Exactly. That had nothing to do with terrorism. He, I, we, we don't. We didn't hear anything about any mental health issues. He just made a mistake. And that was the Third Street Promenade. And uh, and what happened? It was shortly after that that they, they put up some, some, you know, some barriers, some ballers, you know, just some, some fixtures that were going to prevent any vehicle um, from gaining access into Third Street Promenade. So the key is now when, when you're dealing with active shooters, terrorism, or anybody getting access uh, to a certain area to commit an attack, such as a vehicular attack, the key involves the crowds. They are looking for mass carnage, mass casualties. And so we now, you know, as a city, both city officials, law enforcement, and the public have to recognize that if you are in a crowd or in an area where there are a lot of people, you're in a targeted area. That's where these, you know, deranged individuals are looking to target. And so now the city has to start thinking about those types of areas like LA Live, downtown Pasadena, or Street Promenade, like we, like, like we were just talking about. Those are the places that strategically have to have these types of uh, fixtures and barriers. And they, and they can be done very nicely. And we've seen that. They, they don't have to be so you know, intrusive to the public, but they need to position those types of barriers so the public can go walk around and enjoy themselves All right, now and not have me, to worry about a vehicle. All right, let me throw something at you, Steve. Steve, and that is uh, specifically the Third Street Promenade that uh, since you're here and you know about it in Santa Monica, it has become a they, they took a street and it has become a public walkway. Uh, so no vehicles are allowed on it. But on either side are those barriers, those metal, those big metal poles that are right. maybe uh, six inches thick. And so a car, a vehicle can't get through there. And uh, so. That's fairly easy because it's on one side and the other of the several block walkway. What do you do when you have a sidewalk where people by the thousands congregate? New York, for example, on Broadway in the middle of the summer when you've got thousands of people and what a target that is. How do you defend there? And that's incredibly difficult because ultimately, are you going to have bollards and fixtures everywhere? Well, I mean. If you could do it, you know, if if the the city has the funding to do that, and if you could do it in a way that isn't going to, you know, uh, you know, create, you know, a, obstruction, like then then yeah, you got to consider doing that because that's unfortunately the world that we're living in, and you want people to be able to enjoy the city and their surroundings. Um, unfortunately, when it comes to the vehicular attack. There are no red flags that are going to pop up when somebody goes and rents a vehicle or decides to use their own vehicle to go out there and, and mow down people in, in a certain area. That, that involves, and this is another issue that, that needs to be continuously pursued, is uh, you have to look for those people that are having problems, you know, mental health issues, talking about suicide or talking about hurting people, and you've got to report them to law enforcement. Law enforcement has to be able to work with mental health officials and, and, yeah. and, and various public safety to deal with those individuals as well so it's a, it's a combined effort not only the security measures that are in place but then you got to have that coordination between the public and law enforcement and uh health all right steve thank you much very good thank greatly you. appreciated uh at this point uh here's uh, what we do know or don't know 
in terms of uh, this uh, Alec uh, Minassian, uh, who is suspected of uh, being uh, the driver of that uh, van that mowed down and killed uh, 10 people and 15 injured, uh, is that the investigation has not been turned over to uh, the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, that effectively is the FBI, uh, the federal authorities in uh, in uh, Canada. So it's being handled uh, in Toronto as a local crime. Like the city of Los Angeles would put the LAPD on it and not turn it over to the feds because uh, there is no, quote, terrorism at this point suspected. That's all we know. That's all we know. All right.